How's it going everyone? Today, Eric and I are going to be discussing our personal top 10 most anticipated albums of 2023. Another episode that we always look for, you know, aside from our top 10s at, you know, the end of every year, this is another one where we, you know, we're just anticipate what's on our lists and we're also just super excited for the new year and it's it's just so much fun because, you know, it's it's just so cool to wonder what's ahead of us on the road and it's just such an amazing topic to talk about i always look forward to this one what better way to ring in the new year than to start it out with our most anticipated of the year and with that being said i think we should just jump right into it let's go for it all right eric so i will swing it on over to you to start what made your number 10 spot for your top 10 okay so i know it feels like i just mentioned this and i did and you might even be a little shocked that i'd even made my number 10 spot but my number 10 goes to king gizzard and the lizard wizard you know just to recap they released five albums last year and that's a lot of music so i'm sure you're wondering why are you in such a hurry to include them on your list for 2023 (laughs) haven't you had enough no, well, you know There's what? There's never enough. No, and if you're a Giz head, you'll understand that perfectly clear. It's never enough. Every album that they do is different. It's its own universe. And in particular, I'm excited about them in 2023 because they entered their quote-unquote jammy phase last year. They're making more elaborate music, more jam-based music. And I'm really just excited on this wave that they're that they're riding. I want to see what more sounds they have to explore uh, I'm personally hoping for a return to thrash metal at some point, uh, hopefully this year. And so, you know, listen, these guys are going to be on my lists for many years to come. Just get used to it right now. <laughs> and yeah, I, I, I'm just super excited to see what they release this year. It doesn't matter if it's one album if or if it's even just an EP. Honestly, I love everything they do and I'm so excited to hear from them again this year, hopefully. Nice, Eric. Starting out your list strong at your number 10. I mean, listen, King Gizzard just keeps on pumping out music. You can always look forward to new music, it seems like, from them. Yeah, and listen, I don't want to take them for granted, but uh, the truth is that as King Gizzard fans, we're truly spoiled. <laughs> All right, so how how are things with you? What took your number 10 spot? Okay, well, to kick off my top 10, at number 10, I put... Audio Lust and Higher Love by S.J. Lewis, a.k.a. Samuel George Lewis. He goes by S.J. Lewis. 
He is an EDM artist. He is a music producer, DJ, and this project is supposed to be in the realm of deep house music, synth pop, funk, alternative R&B, and he's had singles that have been released up until this point. Something About Your Love, Missing You, Lifetime, Call On Me, Vibe Like This, and each of these singles, you would normally want to wait for the full album, but I couldn't wait and I listened to all of them and it just made me even more excited for the full album because each of these singles are so incredibly different from each other that that's what makes me intrigued about the project as a whole because there's so many different elements going on different genres of music even though he all ties it back to the EDM and house music sound and of course that's the overall glue of the album itself but there's a lot of synth pop alternative R&B and funk and so many different things going on. I'm really excited. So at number 10, Audio Lust and Higher Love by SJ Lewis. And it's coming out this month, actually, Eric, January 27th. Wow, not far away at all. And listen, that's how you know a project is going to be amazing when you can't resist listening to all the singles. <laughs> exactly. I really couldn't. You know, usually I'm like, okay, I'm just going to listen to one or two and I'm just going to wait and, you know, avoid social media as much as I can. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I know exactly what that's like. <laughs> but it's hard. It, w- it was too hard. It was too tempting. Very nice. It sounds like a really awesome listen and, you know, certainly something to look forward to this year. SJ Lewis, for those who are into uh, EDM, electronic music, give him a listen. Highly recommend. All right. So with that being said, Eric, let's get into your number nine. Okay. So my number nine is a first timer for this list, although you and I... Uh, have spoken about this in our private conversations. You may remember them. Coming in at number nine is the Spanish alternative band Marlengo. Yes, I do remember them. Wow. So yes. what do they got going on? Well, <laughs> let me let me preface this by saying that I, for the longest time, was obsessed with their singer. Her name is Leonor Watling. She is a singer and she's an actress from Spain. And I found out about her in 2011-2012 tops and I've been a huge fan of hers ever since I've been obsessed with her in love with her <laughs> you name it and you know I I just love the music that these dudes write it's 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 jazzy it's alternative as well and she's just got such a beautiful voice I mean it's one of the you know most soulful sultriest voices I've ever heard I I love that she can you know oscillate between sounding jazzy but also you know you know just kind of like a little bit more harder edged but not too much you know I just love all the mix of different sounds that they've had throughout the years they record in English but the past two studio albums that they've done they've recorded uh, completely in Spanish so I really love that about them I love that they Ooh, I like that a lot yeah. yeah the versatility yeah I love that they you know have mixed it up for the past couple of albums and they are just such an awesome band to listen to and you know they're, they, they've they just been on my playlist for so long and I it's been a while since they've released a studio album so I'm hoping that this is the year where they uh, go back into the studio and make some new music Here's to hoping, Eric. Fingers crossed. I know exactly what you mean when it comes to that sultry kind of sound that just lures you in. Yeah, it's man. It's intoxicating. I mean, yeah, like just, you know, when you hear like the very sparse guitar in the background, the, you know, husky jazz inspired vocal, the, you know, pumping bass line, it's, 
that, that's just to create a, a picture of what they sound like. It's really sometimes meditative music, but it's just a lot of fun. All right, so back over to you. What ends up taking your number nine spot for this list? Coming in at number nine, we have Sting by Emerosa. Oh, cool. I've heard the name. It sounds familiar, but I'm not too uh, well-versed in it. So back in their early days, they were more post-hardcore and metalcore. And then fast forward to now, later on, in 2019, what really pulled me into this band, because, you know, I listened to a few songs here and there from the beginning of, of the band when they had Johnny Craig as a lead vocalist and they were a totally different sound and just a totally different vibe to begin with. They were definitely a Warped Tour band, played quite a few times, and that was known as a scene band. And then fast forward to now with their new singer and the new sonic feel of this band, and it's completely transformed into something else entirely which is a more pop and pop rock sound and they first pulled me in in 2019 with their album peach club and listening to that album i didn't even realize that it was from the same band because of the different singer and because of how far removed they are from the roots of their sound so it was a complete transformation really drew me in Loved that album in its entirety. And now fast forward to Sting, which will be released also on January 27th. That's going to be a busy day for me. (laughs) (laughs) They have released a handful of singles. They released the song Preach, Attention, Stay, Again. And I haven't listened to every single single on this one that much, I will say. But just from the sonics and the lyrics of Preach and Attention alone, I'm in. I'm totally in for this ride because it feels like a continuation, if not an evolution of 2019's Peach Club. I was sold with the lead singer's voice and just the vibe. So I'm really looking forward to this. That's why it made my number nine spot, Sting by Emerosa, and it's coming out on January 27th. That's awesome. That's such an awesome pick, and that sounds really cool to, you know, I love stories like that when a band gives itself a reboot of sorts and they kind of find new life in in a different aspect of their identity. All right, Eric, so pushing right along to our number eight. What made your number eight for your top 10 list of uh, anticipation for 2023? So this is a band that's near and dear to the both of us, Sum 41. Ooh, I love that choice. Oh, man, I'm kind of kicking myself right now for not throwing them on this list. Well, you should, because I found out about this through you, (laughs) if you can believe that. (laughs) I uh, I found out about the news from you. I remember you sent me a text with, the surprise that they will be releasing a double album this year. Yes, go one, ahead, let the people know. One half is going to be pop punk, if I remember correctly, and then the other half is going to be metal. Yes, they wanted to appease, sorry to jump in here, but yeah, they wanted to appease both of the people in their fan base, the people that are diehard pop punkers that love that type of sound that they grew up listening to, and then the also... The other side of the fan base who likes a little bit more of the heavier stuff that they did, like Chuck, for example. Yeah, and that's really what's got me so excited. But at the same time, I am a little worried because, you know, as you and I both know, uh, 13 Voices 
wasn't their best album and you and I were utterly disappointed at how that album turned out back then. Yeah. And then, you know, the next album after that came out, it was good. It was certainly a step up from 13 Voices, but ultimately not an album that at least for me personally retained my attention much. Yeah, you know, you're so right in saying that, Eric, because I have to revisit that one, Order in Decline. That was their their latest album uh, because I I don't remember too much of it. I like a handful of songs, certainly the thrashier ones, you know me, but, uh, and like there were some pop punk songs in there too, but again, you know, the, the music was better than it was on yeah, 13 Voices, but I remember ultimately, enjoying it more than 13 Voices. Yeah, 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 but ultimately it wasn't, an, it wasn't something that I could say, oh yeah, this is, you know, something I'm going to revisit to, you know, every week, you know? To that point, if I can't remember it, then that's also not the best, you know? Yeah, so I am a little worried, and I don't want to get my hopes up too high for this new album. But um, listen, the fact that they're incorporating uh, the best of both worlds of their fan base is definitely something they got excited about. So, you know, I'm de- I definitely have that to look forward to. Yeah, come on, man. Double LP, and it's just everything across the board that they've done in their discography. In theory, what's there not to love about that idea? Yeah, but <laughs> the only problem with that Execution. is that they really <laughs> they they raised the stakes for themselves this time, so we just got to trust that they'll deliver the goods. Such a good pick, Eric. I'm telling you, I'm beating myself up right now that I did not throw that on this list. Well, you know what? I did it for the both of us. <laughs> so, <laughs> yes, well, you did. that'll be the official version. Thanks for taking one for the team. Of course. All right. So back over to you. What takes your number eight spot? Okay. Coming in at number eight, I chose Cracker Island by Gorillaz. Ooh, nice. That's the name I haven't heard in a while. Yes. And same here. You know, when it comes to gorillas i first got into them 2005 come on we all know wow, feel good ink. 2005 i know i feel ancient <laughs> i feel ancient <laughs> that, just saying that that, so that feels like two lifetimes ago oh my god man you're telling me man <laughs> oh my god uh god just fresh out of elementary school man aging right? my, aging myself a little but still like but think about the memories, Eric. Like, transport yourself back to that time. Fall Out Boy was huge at the time. You throw on MTV hits, and all you see is the animations for Gorillas, And you hear Feel Good Inc. for the first time. Yeah, yeah. I know. I, we, I just aged myself, uh, and you included. But <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so going back to... The gorillas, like, I've always been a casual fan since being a kid because I was completely captivated by the idea of the anonymity of the band and just seeing the characters and thinking that it was so cool that they were brought to life by this band and having that in place for a live band in and of itself you know, kind of the same concept for um, Daft Punk, for example, you yeah, know, yeah, or Dead Mouse or Marshmallow. You know, a lot of people yeah, in yeah. EDM have these personas. Yeah, yeah. What's the mystery? I like that. So that was always very much intriguing to me. And they left a mark on me. They've been one of those groups where I've always popped in and out just to hear what they're doing. And when it came to this album in particular they released the singles 
Cracker Island, which is the name of the album, New Gold, Baby Queen, and Skinny Ape. And as each single was being released, it just made me even more excited to listen to this project as a whole. I think it could be one of their best albums yet based off of the material that we've gotten now. My favorite from the singles is New Gold with Tame Impala. Incredible song. Mm, nice, Tame Impala. That's so awesome. So addicting. I highly recommend you check this one out. You'll have it on repeat. It's just, it's such an infectious song to listen to. Gorillas, alternative rock, art pop, electronic elements, trip hop, they're a little bit of everything. And that's what I love about them, having that anime vibe in their characters, their sound, just everything that they represent. And most importantly, the singles that they released and how they've sounded up until this point. So that's why I chose... At my number eight spot, Cracker Island by the Gorillas, and the album will be released February 24th. Very nice. Very awesome pick, and I'm sure that a lot of people are going to be looking forward to that one. Right around the corner, guys. Right around the corner. All right, Eric. So going into your number seven spot, I can't wait to hear this one. What did you choose? So this is a returning artist from my 2021 end of the year list, Hellripper. They are going to be releasing a new album, and it is called Warlock's Grim and Withered Hags. Nice. Wow, what a title. (laughs) Yeah, uh, and it certainly seems like it's going to be, I don't want to say maybe their most challenging work, that's maybe not the right word, but probably their most varied, because, you know, anybody who knows Hellripper and who's been following them from their earliest EPs knows that they are like, you know, a no-holds-barred thrash metal band inspired by black metal too but from what i have read on this new album the sound is going to be a little bit more widescreen it's going to contain different influences different sounds different styles of metal and so i'm very much excited to you know see the growth and to see what other kinds of uh, brutality that uh, james mcbain which is the uh the brainchild of the of the whole thing what he's going to be presenting to us this time around because I know I can definitely count on there being a lot of brutal thrash metal, but, you know, I'm sure there's going to be, you know, slower songs, much more punishing, you know, harder tempos, maybe some mid-tempo songs. I'm sure there's definitely going to be a lot of really awesome sounds on this one, and I, I just really think that it shows a lot of promise, and I'm really excited for it, because, you know, the last album, I mean... Go listen to the episode. I sang my praises for that album. You did. I do remember that one as well. So this should be really exciting. Yeah, I'm definitely excited for it. They're one of the most exciting extreme metal bands out there, in my opinion. They really know how to bridge the gap between the old school and the new school. And they're always such a fun time. So for fans of extreme metal and fans of Hellripper, keep a lookout. I'm pretty certain this one comes out within the next three or four months. Nice. So much to look forward to, seriously. Yeah, from what we've spoken about so far, definitely. All right, so back over to you. What takes your number seven spot for this year? Coming in at number seven, it's nothing that has been announced yet. It's still to be announced, but it's on my personal wish list. Dua Lipa. Nice, of course. I I knew that the last time we spoke about her, you had so much to say about her music. It certainly sounded like such a fun time. And uh, I can't imagine that this time is going to be any different. If you remember correctly, she was very close to making my album of the year back in 2020. Yeah, I remember. Top 
three. She made it to the top three. Anyway, fast forward to this year, I would love for her to release a new project, whether that be an album, an EP, just even a couple singles. The last taste that we got from her was off of Elton John's album where they did that remix together. It was their interpolation of Rocketman. And that song was Cold Heart. It was a smash hit. It broke records on the radio. And they played that song for quite some time. Like, they really yeah, played it into yeah, the ground. It was, it was everywhere. But because it was that good. And I was like, well, you know what? Imagine if she put that same energy and effort into her next project. Because, listen, she has... A lot of people waiting on some new music and with high expectations. Since her last project, which was incredible, one of the best albums of 2020, hands down, her and The Weeknd were going head-to-head for a long time and by good merit because Dua Lipa finally came into her own on that album, the sounds of that album, and I'm just excited to see where she goes next sonically because I know that she's really down to experiment and I don't think that she's gonna do the same thing on each album I think she's gonna continue to grow and evolve and she's such a diverse artist that she has a voice she can really dip in and tap into whatever genre that she would want to tap into that's what I was gonna say like the the constant thing is her voice I mean no matter what she does that voice of hers is gonna sell it no matter what Exactly. So between her voice and just her stage presence and she's just got it all down pat and you want to talk about love, (laughs) nothing but love for Dua Lipa. So even I'm going to be greedy and say I hope we get a new album this year, but even if we just get an EP or maybe a song here or there to promote a new album that's forthcoming, I'll take that. I just want some new music from Dua Lipa so that's why she made my seventh spot she's on my wish list Eric great pick and honestly I had a feeling that she would after you know it's been a while yeah been a while three years I think that's enough to take that break yeah yeah definitely I definitely had a feeling she'd be on here nice good call Eric with that I want to know what's going on with you on your end what made your sixth spot on your top 10 so another returning one band with the funny name tropical f-u-c-k storm <laughs> of course <laughs> and, well and eric favorite come on now. yeah they're going to be releasing a covers album called submersive behavior but i think it really all depends they might also release another new album now let me Ooh. preface this by saying this isn't a good piece of news it's actually very heartbreaking to all of you tfs fans out there please please Send your best wishes and your prayers to the bassist, Fiona. She is battling breast cancer. Oh. And this wow. isn't related to the band, but also please send your, any Rage Against the Machine fans, please send your best wishes and prayers to the bassist, Tim Comerford, who is also battling a different kind of cancer. It's, wow, uh, it's yes. It's really terrible to, to our, hear. Our hearts know. go out to them. Yeah. So please, you know, keep them in your May thoughts. May they have all the love and support that they need to, yeah, to exactly. fight that fight. Exactly. So keep them in your thoughts. And, you know, even if we don't get an album this year and we just get the covers album, that's fine. You know, her health takes precedent. But, you know, ideally it would be nice if we got another new album by them this year. I certainly had a lot to say about their... Uh, last album from that 20 you did. from 2021 it was actually took my album of the year 
that year it was just had so many amazing sounds the lyrical subjects were just scathing it was definitely an album for the times that year and i just want to see where their heads are at this time around what new sounds they came up with they are certainly not your conventional band and they're just one of those bands that will always keep on shocking and surprising and amazing people and pissing people off and <laughs> it's what they do best hell yeah and that's why they had to be among my top 10 and that's why they're my number six amazing pick and i love that shout out by the way our hearts and all of our love and support go out to the both of them and i hope as i said before they have nothing but all the love and support in the world to keep fighting that good fight. Absolutely. And, you know, if, if you want some good news, she has started chemotherapy and she's, you know, just like Mark Hoppus was, she's very optimistic about it. She's dedicated to fight the good fight. And, you know, that's half of the battle right there. Yeah. And we'll be right there with you. Yes, absolutely. Great pick, Eric. Thank you. All right. So back to you. What takes your number six spot? Okay, well, you're going to personally enjoy this one. Coming in at my number six for my top ten, I chose 72 Seasons by Metallica. Very nice, very nice. <laughs> I'm glad, I'm glad. And I chose this and I put it where I put it because of their single, where, where they Which just surprised. I not listened to. I'm, that's my number one rule. I, I know that, you know, you tend to sometimes break your rule. I do that too, but very rarely. I just... Well, I'll let you talk first, and then I'll explain why I uh, decided to skip out on this. You know why I break the rule? Because I have to be on the pulse of new music. You yeah, know, of it's, course, of It's course. part of the job. It's part of the playlist that gets curated for Music Matters. But I will say, when it comes to said rule, there's only so many singles I will listen to before an album comes right, out. Right, right. But as a general rule, you at least listen to one. Yes, yeah, exactly, by default. And let me tell you, you know, without spoiling everything completely, I absolutely loved it. I thought that it freaking rocked and thrashed all the way through the song. And sonically, it blew my mind. And it, it took me right back to what you would expect of the band and their more classic sound. And I think that between fans and people that were criticizing their previous effort, it really uh, put them put them at ease hearing this song. So even though nobody knew it was coming and it was a surprise release, heavy metal fans should be very, very happy with this one. Lux Eterna. And I put it at number six because of that single. I'm going to tell you right now because Metallica, they're a legendary band, right? So to make anybody's list, it would seem like a no-brainer. But I bumped it all the way there because of how promising this sound is. And uh, I cannot wait to hear the rest of the album when it comes out. So that is why Metallica took my sixth spot for 72 seasons. And it will be released April 14th. Very nice. I'm very excited for that myself. And I'm very very happy and proud of you that it made your list. I knew you would be. I couldn't wait to get to this yeah, one. Yeah, yeah. Just to see the look on your face and your reaction to it. I'm like, Eric's going to love this choice. I plan on uh, doing a discography rundown before uh, the release of this album. And luckily, I'll have enough time to do so because it's not going to be released until April. So I have some time to catch up. Yeah, and you can bet that I'm going to be your tour guide for that. 
Who better than you, Eric? Who better than you? <laughs> it's going to be a blast, I promise. Oh, I can't wait. I cannot wait. Okay, and uh, moving on to our top five. We were already at our top five, believe it or not. So this is when things start to get really exciting here. What made your fifth spot on your top ten? Okay, so my top five goes to, and this is a band you and I both know, Twin Peaks. Nice! Wow, I didn't even know that. Are they releasing something new, or they're your? I'm just really hoping that they do. Okay, I do do know. I do know that in 2020, 2021, I want to say 2020, they released the first half of an EP, and they said they were going to follow that up with a second half, but nothing ever happened. And you know, it's been a couple of years now since they've you know really released new music whether it's singles or an EP or even an, an announcement of any of anything new. And so I'm just really hoping that this is the year where they make their comeback. You know, uh, as you know, they're from the Chicago rock music scene and, you know, uh, Ohm is part of that. Post Animal were a part of that. What a show that was that we went to. Yeah, huh? oh my God. And of course, you know, they're part of that. And so, you know, I'm, I'm just really excited for their turn to come back into the spotlight and to release something new their last album called look at low was a phenomenal album certainly my favorite album by them to date the show you and i went to was absolutely mind-blowing i yeah i don't need to tell you if you if you really want to hear my thoughts go back to that episode and check it out <laughs> it was so amazing and yeah you know it was I, electric it was and like i said getting to meet macy stewart from ohm was everything and yeah you know it's just been a while and I really just want to hear them again I really want to hear where their heads are at I want to hear what they've been up to because I mean come on they've they haven't released anything since the lockdown you know yeah and so I, I know that everybody had a creative burst of energy during that time and of course the years after that so I really just want to hear what they've been up to if they've been up to anything and I just really want them to have that energy and burst out of the gate with it you know I, too, am looking forward to hearing new music from them because that night was incredible. I had such a good time. It was, like I said, electric. Literally, they had the crowd moving. The floor was rumbling. The room was unlike most concerts that I've ever been to. I'm not kidding when I say this. They're, They're not a heavy band by any means. They're definitely, you know, they can be punk at times, and but they're a mix of other things, too. But... I'm not kidding you. Even though these guys were not a heavy metal band, this was the one time that I've been at a show and I legitimately thought I was going to die. <laughs> that That's how, yeah, that's how insane wild. their fans were that night. It, it was, was crazy. It felt like the it entire was, crowd was moving. Well, that's why I understand why you chose them and why you follow them and why you listen to them because having that in-concert experience and getting to to see that firsthand was unlike anything that I've experienced in a really long time. That level of energy, you can't fake that. It's exciting, isn't it? Yeah, it really is. So Twin Peaks, another great choice, Eric. I love this one. Love that you chose them. Thank you. All right, back to you. Now we're getting into the... uh you know, make or break territory. What took your number fifth spot? That we are, that we are. This is another band for the wish list, and I am talking about 
Taking Back Sunday. Very nice. Very nice. I, you know what? I was actually listening to listening to them a couple of days ago. Nice. I, That's awesome. I decided to put on their debut album because I was like, you know what? It's been so long since I heard this. Let me just revisit it. And, you know, I, di- I didn't spend too much time on it because I had to do something else. But Did they're... it hold up? Hell yeah. That's awesome. I'm glad that they are back on your radar. Well, listen to this, Eric. Actually, uh, I'm glad that we get to talk about it here on the show. What better place to talk about it? That was the last concert I went to last year. It was wow. December of 2022. Wow, right. December 2022. I went to go see them on Long Island. And they did a hometown show, and it was at Mulcahy's. It was phenomenal. Such yeah, a good show. They, they honestly seem like they never disappoint when it comes to live Such shows. Such a good show. And let me tell you, it was just, they played two nights, sold out both nights. People were singing their hearts out, me being one of those people, of course. And I just love the lead singer. I love the band. I love the story behind the band. I love all the members of the band and the history that they have together. And no matter what they had going on within the band, that they were always able to reconcile. And, and no, no matter how far apart some members may have drifted, they always find their way back. And they're just killing it. They're, they're doing it better than ever. So don't, don't rule them out. Don't just, when you think of Taking Back Sunday, you think early 2000s, alternative rock and emo and them being a part of that scene and that they were and they're legends in their own right for that. But moving forward, that's not just their legacy, you know? And yeah, I think that they're know, capable I... of so much more and they're mm-hmm. on the precipice of breaking into a whole different market moving forward now that they're you know all adults and not just teenagers and in their early 20s and you know now that they're all adults with their dads with families and they're just in a different space in in life you know they're in a different place in their life and I think that the music can reflect that in such a cool way and I'm just excited to see where they go next their last album actually I was very much impressed with. I know it didn't do as well amongst the fan base and, and the mainstream, but that was all the way back in 2016, and they haven't released... Yeah, Tidal Wave, right? Yeah, they haven't released anything new since then. I mean, you know, they they did their anniversaries and, you know, extended cuts of this and a new track here or there from the vault from this. And most recently I have here, actually, which is a very good song, but it was for Steve Aoki, who's also um, an electronic music producer and a DJ. And he just released his album last year and got Taking Back Sunday on one of the tracks of that album. And the track is called Just Us Two. And it's nice, Adam nice. singing over the track. And then Steve Aoki is producing the track. So it's like a mesh between, you know, the elements of Taking Back Sunday and Steve Aoki's style of electronic music. That's awesome. Really dope song. Just Us Two, please check that out as well. So that just, between that and, you know, seeing them branch out and try to experiment more, and then seeing them recently in concert, it just really got me hyped. It got me hyped all over again. Anybody that knows me knows that Taking Back Sunday is one of my favorite bands of all time. So... I very much look forward to some new music, and I'm just hoping, I'm just hoping that 2023 will be that year. Yeah, man, definitely. I wish them all the best. And listen, I 
am not well versed in them that much. I do know that the my very first song was Liar It Takes Two. Yes. Which is a classic. Love that song. Um, it is a classic. I'll, I'll never forget seeing the music video for that on TV all those years ago. Like back when they were like, you know, in the midst of that emo scene that you're talking about. Yes. To their credit, I never thought of them as really being uh, completely involved in that scene. I felt like, you know, they were an outlier for sure because they just don't sound like any of the other bands from that era. Right. You know, I, I can understand why people lump them together, but they definitely had their own thing going on and they still do. But this is why it gets me so fired up because this most recent time, December 2022, just to close out the year, it just ended on such a good note. They were so incredible. Like everybody was just so on point with their instruments. Adam, I love him as a front man. He can do no wrong yeah, in my honestly, eyes. Honestly, like every time I look at him and I think that's pop punk Jesus because of the way he looks <laughs> just towers yeah. over the crowd and he's you know. still got the long hair going on it's blonde now believe yeah, it or not. yeah and and he's still doing those classic mic swings i love the nice. stunts that he does the mic swings are iconic he's a charismatic frontman for sure yeah so just like the whole entire package of the band just it made me fall in love with them all over again even though i never fell out of love right. with them. but that's the best feeling to reinforce that and with that being said eric we are moving on along to number four so what made your number four for your top 10 of 2023 so my number four they used to be called ohm but now they will be known as phenom wow really and they were referenced just previously on this list yeah i didn't want to give away the reveal you know that's why i called them ohm smart smart but uh they changed their name uh I don't know if there will be any new music. I'm really just hoping that there will be. I'm hoping that, you know, because the name changed happened the last spring, summer at the latest. I'm hoping that that means that, you know, it represents a new chapter for them. I'm hoping that uh, they've got something lined up for release this year, even if it's just an EP or, or something. Uh, I'm really excited for the band. I, I remember when they made their name change, I commented on their... Uh, on their post on Facebook and I'm like you know the the bigger question is will you still play Ohm's music because you know and I told them that that's how I found out about them and that if there was any chance that they could still play that music to please do so because it really is just amazing and I remember they liked the comment and I was like over the moon at that nice and uh, it looks like that is what it's going to be it looks like they're still going to be playing their old music because on youtube and apple music their previous albums are now labeled under phenom okay so it looks like you know the music will carry over they will keep playing it live but regardless it does feel like i wonder what was the point of the the name name change change. i mean they explained it a little bit i don't really remember the specifics but i really just think that they felt like they were entering a new chapter of their lives as a band creatively and just you know maybe even as as human beings so they felt that the name change was appropriate for this different stage that they're entering so if that is the case and you know they want to experiment with evolution exactly i'm truly excited because they are just so versatile you know macy and macy stewart Seema Cunningham, they're so versatile. They're so amazing at what they do. They're unconventional, and that's in part what I love about them, that they play by their own rules. They're phenomenal guitar players, and you can't compare anybody to them because what they do is so unique to them that, you know? Right, that's their charm. Exactly, and they're just such cool people, too. 
they're they interact so much with their fans like i said it was amazing to speak to macy after the show it restores your faith in the music industry for sure absolutely and that's why they made my number fourth spot i really hope that i can get to see something new from them this year awesome awesome eric the evolution of ohm is now phenom hopefully coming to you soon this year love it love that all right number four what took your number fourth spot i'm curious Okay, this is another one that is kind of up in the air. I'm hoping that this will be the year. But coming in to take my fourth spot on this list, we have The Carter Six by Lil Wayne. Ooh, you know I need some hip-hop Wayne. on my list. Come on of now. Of course, Lil Wayne. And listen, that's another thing. You would think that these lists in particular, the most anticipated, are easier to make, but they're not. Because they're there's really so not. many other <laughs> artists that you want to put in here. Oh, yeah. But there's only so many slots so I, I would have loved to have included hip-hop on my list. Matter of fact, I was going to include Jizza. To your point, still on my list in my head, J. Cole. Yeah, him too. I, I thought about putting that long-talked-about collaboration between him and Kendrick, but I oh, was like, yeah, yeah, but yeah. I was like, let's be honest, they're not putting that out. <laughs> not anytime <laughs> you soon. You have mentioned that on here before. Yeah, it's, it's, it's rumored, you know? It's just one of those things that, like, the rumors have been circulating and it's just a matter of time before it comes out. You had to put hip hop on here. I'm like, I know what you mean, but I, uh, I only had <laughs> I know, so there's much only time. 10 slots. Yeah, there's only 10 slots. But OK, make your case. Why is he on your list? Listen, going back to Wayne, we covered the Carter five here on the show. Great I, album. Great album. I saw him at Tidal. That was the Jay-Z benefit concert right when the album came out which was amazing because he was the closer of that benefit show then we both saw him on tour with blink yep yep and i want to say in 2019 yes that was a phenomenal show my first time ever seeing him what an experience i can definitely uh look back on that fondly also you got a shout out on a couple of a couple of uh pages you know you can you uh, believe that that went viral i took a video at the time mm-hmm. of the show and part of the show it, it happened to be little wayne's birthday and so everybody came out on stage blink came out and they offered him pre-rolled blunts for his birthday and everybody came out and sang happy birthday to little wayne that was that was behind the scenes you know mm-hmm. all of little yep. wayne's entourage and blink and yep. i got that moment on video yeah if you guys were wondering who took that amazing opportunity <laughs> well you're listening to her yeah it spread like wildfire i could not believe it gone insanely viral yeah that that was a just such a fun and magical night Yeah, so Wayne took my fourth spot, and I'm hoping that 2023 will be the year. We covered the Carter Five, as I said before, and our last episode before the pandemic hit was Funeral. Yeah, I remember that. And to me, in my opinion, and and I believe you felt the same way for the most part, we thought that the Carter Five was superior to funeral yeah definitely as a whole cohesive album but i still stand by what i said back then i think as a whole i believe funeral was way too bloated and not the utmost quality from wayne i feel like he phoned it in half that album the features didn't make sense they were just thrown on there like afterthoughts and as a whole it was kind of a letdown after the high of his big comeback and return to music with the carter five now, back in the day, in 2018, going back to 2018 when the Carter Five was released, those were songs from the vault because he was still in that settlement 
and between Young Money, Cash Money, and Birdman to release new music. So the reason why, to me, the Carter Five trumped Funeral was because that was still Wayne, quote unquote, in his prime releasing some of these tracks and the features made sense and it's part of that legendary series the carter series it's one of the most legendary series in hip-hop to date and yes i'm going on the record saying that you can battle me all day and night on that and i will sit here and battle you back and give you a million one reasons why i believe that so with all that being said i want wayne's style and flow and everything that he is known for with the Carter Six to continue the legendary series and to hear actual new music as a whole one cohesive project from Wayne of what he's doing now and that is why it made my fourth spot the Carter Six. I'm hoping that 2023 will be the year that he can add to this legendary series and he can really just I just want bars I want his experimentation I want those cadences and flows and double entendres I want Wayne doing Wayne's thing and showing people that he is still one of the greatest rappers of all time I'm glad he made your list I'm glad to hear you speaking about him again and honestly if his verse on Ooh La La the remix of it is any indication he's still got it he is still lethal lyrically oh yeah and i, I miss I him man i want to hear a project you know yeah, i i hear I him featured on on other people's songs i hear the one-offs here and there but just ever since 2018 2019 i've been craving some new music from wayne just straight up wayne and bars and just going heavy hitting well hopefully this will be the year that you get your wish here's the hope and fingers crossed and with that, Eric, we are heading into our top three. What took your third spot on your list? So this is a band that you know I'm a huge fan of, and I know that you love them too. You definitely have never doubted their supremacy. Rival Sons, Amazing. Dark Fighter. Amazing, yes. As you should. As you should. I know that you didn't listen to it because I brought it to your attention. I was just like, listen, the new single that they dropped, incredible <laughs> i i don't doubt it man i really don't doubt it they they always bring their best with every single album that they put out and the last album was just so amazing so heavy but also just you know better than the previous one which was called feral roots feral, yes. feral roots was a good album but it was definitely a stylistic change in the sense that the songs were shorter and a little more simple not the you know crazy epics that we were used to hearing from them but then they came out with the follow-up to that and it just felt like you know heaven again because they went back to their you know fuzzed out you know blues rock heavy stomping roots and it just felt so amazing to just hear them go back to that you know top form epic sound that you know we knew them for they were and, another phenomenal yeah. show such oh a great God, live yeah. band both times because we saw them open for black sabbath we did but also remember when we went to their yeah concert? yeah we saw them in their own capacity and remember this though the the drummer was playing so hard that his stick broke and yeah. flew into the crowd do you remember yeah that? And they played so loud the ground shook yeah like, so i, I was able to take vibrate. that piece home 
<laughs> that's so awesome of the drumstick yeah and listen they to their credit they have been pretty busy you know in the past couple of years they've done a couple of live streamed shows which is awesome they've played anniversary shows of their debut album and their debut ep they actually recorded those shows and pressed them to vinyl exclusively nice. exclusively for anybody who watched the live stream i'm proud to say that i have them now they finally came to my doorstep very nice. you know you know how it is covid with the shipping delays but uh yeah they oh my god those anniversary shows sound amazing i would even say that playing their debut material now they it sounds so much better uh now that they're more mature and you know older than they were back then it sounds it sounds like it's just so much more seasoned what they do and listen based on the strength of what you're telling me about the new single i'm oh. even more excited listen to go back to metallica really quick the same feeling that I felt of listening to Lux Eterna and getting me excited for Metallica's new album is the same feeling that I got listening to Nobody Wants to Die by the Rival Sons. And that is such a great pick. Another one where I'm kicking myself. I'm glad that you took another one for the team here, Eric, because I totally understand why it made your top three. Just wait until you hear it yeah it's gonna oh blow God. you away all right yeah dark side no sorry dark fighter for my number two i absolutely cannot wait it's gonna be amazing all right so how about you now that we are getting into top three territory what made your number three spot okay so my at my third spot and i can't wait to see your reaction for this it's not titled yet there's no title but there's a confirmation of new music on the horizon and i am talking about fallout boy yes i remember you sent me the uh the text one day you sent me a link spreading the news and i was like wow okay and most recently eric they made an announcement we do have some concrete facts over here with love from the other side a new song coming out january 18th and hopefully mm. a new album to follow wow okay I, oh my god taking it back for a little bit my God, Mania was the first ever thing we That's talked about. That's immediately the first thing that I thought of. First like, ever oh. thing we talked about on this podcast. And I can just remember how over the moon we both were when we posted the show. Yeah. And then we got like so many positive comments of so people. So much feedback. I'm like, wow, yeah. people care what we have to say? We yeah, might have something here. I remember, I'll never forget this one guy in particular was like, you know, these guys are saying exactly what I'm thinking about this album and yeah. that was the best feeling because it's like, wow, you know. I love the interactions, Eric, yeah, on yeah. social media. I love when people message. I just, I love the interactions. I love people's feedback on whatever we have to say or they just want to add to the conversation. And even if they don't agree, you know that, yeah, that's yeah. totally fine but just to have that interaction and just to you know realize that wow people really are yeah. listening i know that sounds ridiculous we're gonna hit the million mark this year yeah but it's still hard to believe you know even even after what four or five years in yeah to doing Eric, this podcast just, i mean it's just so hard for me to wrap my head around whoever would have thought that we would have be here now like all these years later still talking about music and still you know uh having this conversation with the rest of the world you know i know that's, it's it's just letting the world in on conversations that you and i have normally fallout boy made my top three at my third spot 
because they're always going to remain near and dear to my heart. Me too. Growing up with their music and just the impact that they made on me as a listener. Yeah, as a teenager. As a teenager. Yeah, just very much coming of age. Yeah, I, I, I don't need to tell you my story of how I got into them. Just one of the greatest experiences of my life. Just listening to that first song and then browsing through both albums that came out at that time just looking for that one song but at the same time really getting myself into them yeah and majority of their discography still holds up to this day yeah from under the cork trees my personal favorite you have take this to your grave which is also very close up there for me infinity on high you know they they just they had a lot of substance and quality within their discography, and that's why everybody fell in love with them in the first place. And even though they have made a musical shift later on, there's been quite the transformation between albums um, when they came back after Folia Do. They took that break, and everybody went and did their own side project, and Fallout Boy was kind of up in the air. Are they ever going to get back together? And then they come back with Save Rock and Roll, which is also near and dear to my heart just because of the timing of it. I was in college while it came out. And yeah, I yeah. just remember playing that album on repeat. I wore that album out, played it so. And then listening to it now, it takes me right back to that time. Yeah. And then I saw them in 2013 touring off of that record. And I got to see, get how cool this lineup is. Ready? Because now it would be like impossible without dropping a grand to see this lineup. Ready? It was 21 Pilots as the opener, then Panic at the Disco, and then Fall Out Boy as the main. Wow. Yeah, you're right. Now it would be a fortune just to see that lineup <laughs> back see, then. Right. Just to even you see lucked one, out. right? You lucked out. Oh, man. And they were touring Save Rock and Roll, and it was one of the best shows. And from what I remember, you said that one of the Ramones joined them on the drums. They did. That's yes. That's so freaking cool. That they did. They had a lot of killer features on uh, Save Rock and Roll as well. So just overall, such a quality band. Like I said, they're always going to be near and dear to my heart. They're going to also be near and dear to my heart just because of that episode. Our first ever mm-hmm. episode of Music Matters, the the podcast, was on Mania. And just with that alone, how could I not correlate Fall Out Boy with nothing but love, you know? Yeah, I'm super excited to see what they They gave us a place to start. Team. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. And, 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 yeah. and things just grew like wildfire ever since. Yeah, and which... that episode in general, speaking about that episode alone, it was just so much fun to, you know, break down the album, speak about it, say, yeah. you know, what we loved, what we didn't love as much. And, and then that became the early stages of trying to figure out how to format the show and yeah, how we were yeah. going to go about things. And just even listening to it back now, Eric, I don't know if, if you have, but I suggest that you do when you get the chance. It's just so funny to me listening to it now because we have a totally different demeanor, totally different. <laughs> yeah. yeah, we're just like, yeah. we're just so t- like, we just we're talking like this and you know oh yeah mania and how'd you feel yeah this was a great song like it's just, <laughs> you can yeah. tell yeah but you listen can tell I mean, how nervous we were and but how, even like, with that it's a testament to the impact that we had <laughs> because people did like what we had to say and yes. they thought that it was natural you know despite yeah. despite how insecure we felt our vocal presence so yeah, to speak yeah. you know it's just so funny listening back to that episode but anyway to wrap all that up we have Fallout Boy. They have a new single coming out 
on January 18th. Love from the other side. And I'm hoping there's an album, new album soon to follow. And we'll see. As you know, and as listeners of the show know, we weren't the biggest fans of Mania. And I think American Beauty, American Psycho is my least favorite. I think I liked Mania a little bit more than that, that album, but still those albums, uh, I'd never go back to, to those albums. They're just, yeah. They don't do it for me. Yeah, but regardless of what they present us with, it's the fact that they have news, they're, they're making noise, they're planning on making a comeback. And honestly, that's all we can hope for, just exactly. to have them on our radars again. Exactly. That's all that we could ever wish and hope for, whether that be rock-leaning, pop-leaning, we'll embrace it all, and we will definitely talk about it here on the show. So stay tuned for that, you guys. And with that, Eric, we are going into our top two. What made your second spot? So what made my second spot, you've already mentioned, 72 Seasons by Metallica. Nice. I was waiting for it to show up on this yeah, list. Yeah, yeah. I, I wasn't sure. Not your number one, though. It hmm. is not. It is okay, not. Okay, okay. Um, yeah, you know, just hearing the news about this album, hearing the concept behind it, hearing that they want to kind of take things back to their the beginning of their career, it definitely sets a high expectation because, you know, some people might think, oh, that must mean they might return to their thrash metal roots, you know, uh, and, and they'll do that, you know, completely, you know, they'll, they'll make a full thrash metal album. I'm sure that crossed some people's minds and based on the single and the way you've described it, I'm sure that's what a lot of people want, myself included. I am a little nervous because, you know, the last album, it was good. I liked it. Uh, the, the songs that were thrash metal, which unfortunately was only like three of them, given that it was a double album. They were no holds barred. They definitely took whatever thrash was on Death Magnetic and amplified that on Hardwired to Self Destruct. But unfortunately, the grand majority of the the grand majority of the album, I just felt like a lot of the songs felt the same. They felt like they were the same format, the same tempo. Still a good album, still a very solid album. But you know, I kind of felt a little bit lied to because the singles turned out to be some of the more exciting material and the rest of the album kind of oh, felt yeah. a little underwhelming. You I know, can't it's... stand when that happens. Exactly. It's very and... deceiving. Exactly. And so this time around, that's my worry. Even if it's got, you know, songs that are maybe slower or mid-tempo, I'm just hoping that, you know, it's a more well-rounded album than the last one was. I hope that it's got a healthy mix of thrash, slower metal, you know, mid-tempo, uh, heavy metal. You know, I just really hope that uh, if they really are trying to bring things back to the beginning, like they like the like that's the impression that they're trying to give us. I really hope that they actually uh, meet follow that. through with that and meet that expectation. Yeah, exactly. And you know, lyrically speaking, I feel like they've definitely got some pretty awesome things to talk about this time. It certainly seems like they've got some interesting subjects. They always do. James Hetfield is a master lyricist, and this time I'm even more excited because unfortunately. During the last album, their lead guitar player, Kirk Hammett, lost his phone. And along with that phone, he lost 250 riffs. No way. Yeah. yeah. And so basically the no only thing way. he really contributed was guitar solos to that album. But now... Wow. I didn't know that. Yeah. So so now that, you know, he's been more careful, I'm hoping that now we can have another outlet of ideas. And hopefully that will make the album a little bit more varied. Wow. Good to know, Eric. And you know why else you should be excited? Why? 
because we are guaranteed to cover that album here on Music Matters. I can't wait. You know I already ordered the record. Yes. <laughs> I, I wouldn't put it past you. <laughs> oh, man. Typical me. Very excited. Very All right. excited. All right. One. So. I'm glad I mean, that it made both of our lists. Yeah, I think this is too, the first man. time that we've had, or just one of the few, very few times that we've yeah, had a we've crossover, Yeah, we've had that kind right? of overlap, yeah. Yeah. Exciting. Good yeah, stuff. Yeah, Definitely. All right, so getting into your number two, what took the spot? Speaking about things that shouldn't be surprising, number two, we have This Is Why by Paramore. Nice, very nice. I've definitely been hearing a lot about that. Listen, Paramore started out as a pop punk band, lead singer Haley Williams, and over time they reformed as more pop rock and alternative rock. And with the singles that have been released, This Is Why, The News, it's just gotten me so hyped for this band. I've seen this band, I couldn't even tell you the amount of times that I've seen them. She's phenomenal live. I would even argue that some of the songs live sound even better than on the records. She just has an outstanding voice. There, She has a voice like no other. And I am so excited for this band to release new music we covered after laughter here on the show phenomenal album we went to go see them together and we went to go see her perform when that record came out really exciting she always brings such good energy on stage and they are just such a dynamic band paramore and that's why people just like how we were talking about with fallout boy where they remain near and dear to your heart because you grew up with them and you can go back in time and remember where you listened to certain records and when you first got into them and that they just hold that space for you. Paramore is another one of those bands for a lot of people, including myself. And Haley Williams is just one hell of a front woman and a musician. And I also have to give credit to Taylor York, Zach Farrow. They're always keeping you on your toes. Just when you think that you've pegged down Paramore... They switch it up, and that yeah, for sure. That's what seems to be going on, and I'm just excited for the next evolution of the band and what they have in store for us. So yeah, that's why Paramore took my second spot here with "This Is Why" to be released on February 10th. Eric, we made it. We made it. We climbed that hill, and now we're at the top of the top. You're number one most anticipated album of 2023 let's hear it so this one is more of an update than anything because it actually has made my number one before and i be- i do believe that this is the second consecutive year in a row where it is my number one wilson t king yes so yes it is okay for anyone who's you know uh tuning in for the first time or you know didn't hear me on the last episode for last year wilson t king is just this phenomenal blues rock guitar player think of him as a mix between Jimi hendrix and jeff beck god rest his soul rest in peace this guy is just my god he's the kind of guitar player that you just rarely find anymore i mean everything that he does is in his hands he doesn't use a pick he is just such a raw guitar player he he even said himself that, you know, he deserves to be in a straitjacket based on the stuff he plays. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> and I've had the pleasure of speaking to him a couple of times on social media. At least, you know, I, I spoke to him very briefly, uh, you know, prior to 2016. Such an awesome dude. Always is willing to give advice. 
to uh, the younger generation of musicians. And for the longest time, he went silent. He deactivated his social media. I mentioned that last year. He became a ghost, and I was just worried about what had happened to him. And I wondered if I'd ever hear from him again, if anybody would ever hear from him again. Well, he is back, and he has released two singles, neither of which I've heard because I want the entire album to be a surprise, knowing this guy and how just chaotic he plays and how how amazing his sound is. I want the entire album to just be an experience that hits me all at once. I want it to be a religious experience because that's the only way I can describe his music. He's certainly not your average blues rock musician. He incorporates elements of electronica into his music. He incorporates other unorthodox sounds into his music. He's got so many years worth of experience, and that's really what separates him from other blues musicians of of now. And just to know that he's back, that he's reactivated his social media, that he's releasing singles... I was hoping that he'd release the album last year. It didn't work out. So I'm holding out hope for this year. I hope that this is it. I hope that this is his big comeback. And I really hope that this album somehow blows the previous two out of the water. I nice, cannot Nice, Eric. Eric, here's the hoping not only that he's back, but that he's better than ever. I hope so, man. And that's a tall order for someone who's already like at the top of his game. I mean, this guy is just so seasoned he's so he's such a monster on the guitar it's it's amazing like how you ask the question how can he be better than he already is but listen these people always find a way and when they do it's nothing short of just you know such an amazing and ethereal experience so here's to hoping that you're right and that he uh that he is better than ever all right so that rounds out my list what takes your number one spot bring it home Bringing it on home, all right. For my number one of 2023, it should come to no surprise to anybody. It's not titled yet. We do not have a release date yet, but we have confirmation that there will be a new album in 2023. And I'm talking about the one, the only, Blink-182. Of course, and tell them why it's so special, why it's an even bigger deal than some people probably realize. The kings of pop punk and alternative rock, not only is Blink planning to release a new album in 2023, and that has already been confirmed, but we have the return of founder Tom DeLonge, co-lead singer, guitarist, the original part of the band, and I could not believe it. All this happened, Eric, on your birthday. I'll never forget. Yeah, yeah, I remember And I'm like, that. Eric, I know it's your birthday, but wow. You know, I had to do a double take. Happy birthday to me too, man. <laughs> 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 yeah, I had to do a double take when you showed me that. Because like right? I, I looked at the video and for some reason... Some, some it, people never thought that they would ever make music together again. I'm, I'm telling you, I looked at the video and it just did not click with me at first. I it, I it didn't even register in my mind that that was Tom in the video. But then like I looked again and I'm like, what? You're kidding. He's back. He's back. He is back. They came back with the single Edging off of this new record yep and i'll let you know this is one of the few times i broke my rule about not listening to a single i caved i listened to it 
I'm in love with it. Yeah. They sound so energized, especially Mark, who beat cancer. Thank God. Thank God. You know, so this is this is even more of a celebration because he survived. He's Tom healthy. Is back. He's Tom's healthy. Tom's back. Yeah, better than ever. And Travis they sound is so still... energized. And Tom's voice sounds awesome on this song. Yeah. Travis is still at his peak with the drumming i mean he's just a madman and most importantly tom is bringing back the riffs tom's bringing back the riffs he sounds great to your point Mm -hmm. he sounds like he still has that classic blink sound and that that twang in his voice that extra snottiness he laid it on thick there you have mark who is just incredible mark is really the heart of blink 182 let's be yeah, honest yeah and he sounds like he is having the time of his life yeah he certainly looks like it in the video for edging which is also really cool and this time around they solidified their friendship first before yeah, yeah. getting back together and recording new music and that's what i love about this time around and that's why i feel that it's very promising with the new music to come because you can tell that these guys are hanging out again and willingly getting together and catching up like old times and not only that but they're recording and writing and everything together in the same place which was the issue with neighborhoods even though that album came out great and it aged really well Still, it was very disjointed at places, and mm-hmm. it didn't feel like a Blink album. It felt like parts of Angels and Airways, parts of Plus 44, parts yeah, of, yeah. of Travis's side projects. And throwing that all together in a pot, it just didn't feel like Blink-182 at the time. And even though it aged really well, what I love about edging and its sound is you can tell, as you said, they're having fun with it. Everybody's at the top of their game. And they just want to be together. They want to be in the same room together. It's not just because they're obligated to. And to me, that makes all the difference is that they were able to squash what they needed to come together as friends, rebuild and reform those friendships first, you know, and foremost. And then after doing that, they were able to put new music on the table. And I'm just so incredibly excited. I'm seeing them in May. They're touring. That's awesome off of this new record or at least to promote this new record to come there's no release date and there's no title as of this recording for this episode but with edging i just have such high expectations after listening to that song fun fact eric that was my most played song for 2022 even though it I'm came out surprised. in october you know i played the hell out of that yeah, thing yeah i'm not surprised <laughs> you know what i wouldn't expect i wouldn't expect anything less a lot of high expectations with Blink-182. I am so excited for the future of this band and wherever they're going to take their sound for the next album, we will be discussing it, of course, here on the show. And that's why they took my number one spot, Blink-182. I mean, come on now. How could they not be, Eric? Of course. Lisa-182, Blink-182. The day they are not on any... (laughs) The day they are not found anywhere in any of your top tens or the That's day that you know i've been abducted and replaced okay so something's not right there yeah, the you know? day that they don't make it onto <laughs> music matters media is the day when i will question everything about you yeah yeah as you <laughs> should as you should great pick and we did it we made it we made it and with that you guys we want to know your most anticipated albums of 2023 new year so excited so much new music to come and we want to know what made your list whether it's a top 10 top 5 top 3 
we want to know you guys, so make sure that you head on over to www.musicmattersmedia.com and let us know over there. And don't forget to follow us on social media. We're on Twitter, Tumblr, Instagram, Facebook, YouTube, TikTok. We're on it all, you guys, at Music Matters Media. And we'll see you in the next one.